Hey y'all, so this week on Carefree Black Girl, Janelle Monet is our Carefree Black Girl of the Week. Shout out to Dirty Computer, her super bomb visual album. We talk about this crazy interview with Khalees that she opens up and breaks her silence after nine years. And then we talk about values and things that we demand in relationships. Tune into the Carefree Black Girl podcast where we discuss everything Carefree Black and Girl. Hey, ladies, hey. what's up? How you guys doing? This is Ivy. This is Dash, and this is Rez. And you are now tuned in <laughs> <laughs> once always, again. Once again. But what's up? We have like tons to talk about. Let's yeah. get into our Carefree Black Girl moment. This has been a very festive ass like two weeks. Hello. And it came by so quick. Like, I forgot. We, I thought we was just in the studio. Like <laughs> We were. Last weekend. Um, But I think this it, it works well like this. Like, the every two weeks. You know, listeners, if you want more of us, let us right. know. Let us know, definitely. But um, just to get into the Carefree Black Room moments, did y'all see the Dirty Computers by Oh, my gosh. Janelle, like Janelle Monet. Like, That's my favorite song. I like that. What? <laughs> um, Pink. Like the oh girl, pink was <laughs> oh my god! I watched that at work. Like, am I supposed to be watching this? Right, it was so fucking raunchy, it was, but it was beautiful. Um, so basically, for our listeners who haven't seen it, Janae, Janelle Monae released um an album like, and it came with the whole video, aspect, an emotional, an emotional picture, picture is what she calls it. It reminds me of like you know how Lemonade dropped, and it was just like that's kind of how Dirty Computer was, mm-hmm. but the looks and the message was just like amazing, like um. Basically, the plot was Janae, Janelle Monae and her friends. Like, Why do you keep calling her Janae? I don't know what I keep calling her. <laughs> I used to call her Janae, too. It's Janelle. It's Janelle. Janelle. Janelle basically gets kidnapped. Not kidnapped. I'm sorry. Like, these people, like, capture her. And, like, they're trying to erase her memory just kind of so she could conform mm-hmm. to what society deems to be normal. Yeah. And, like... The picture is like you're going through her memories, like as they're deleting them, and it's just so dope. The looks, um, like I said, that pink, those pants was amazing. The braids, like it reminded me of Cranes in the Sky for sure. That yeah, I love particular it. video. Yeah, but it was nice. It was nice. And I enjoyed cool. the music, and I'm I'm like ashamed to say I've never given her a chance. Woo! So it's like Ooh. I've never sat down and listened to a whole Ooh. Janelle Monet project. Ooh. I me neither. This so, yeah, this is the first one and I definitely did it um I don't want to use the word forcefully, but I'm definitely trying to be more up on my albums because I do so much and I feel like I don't be having the time. And there's so many people be dropping at once. Like even now, I still have a long list of people who albums I need to listen to. But I definitely been doing better, even if I'm like a week or two after everybody, whatever. Um, But just oh, and being podcaster now, you know, and just having to be up on things, I just make sure that I do stuff. So I gave it a spin and. 
Um, did it make you feel anything? Um, actually, because I didn't listen outside to outside of the visuals. Outside of the visuals, okay. but I enjoyed every single song. Um. So it's just like when you say "didn't make me feel away," like "didn't make like it was inspiring." Putting the visuals and the like the music together, like I will see how it makes me feel this week. Okay, when like you know when I'm cleaning, I'll definitely like put on "Dirty Computer" and see. You know how I like nice. Okay, um, that's what I was basically getting to too. Like, is it one of your albums that you mm, wake up and want? You know, some albums you just—it's a vibe, it's a mood. You be like, I gotta listen to this. Mm. It didn't. Like, there were definitely some messages, and I, um, I guess what I love about Janelle Monae is for one, she is beautiful. She mm-hmm. is a fashion god. I think she's always dressed to the T. Um, but I love how openly comfortable she is with herself mm-hmm. um shout out to her for coming out as uh, pansexual. pansexual um i think that's great that she could kind of be that voice for that community and people that are maybe like afraid to come out but right. y'all know me i just love people that's like screw y'all i'm yeah. me so i right. do love that about I, her i had I, tweet, I tweeted um Wait, what did she say? I can't like, believe she said I tweeted. Like, grab the pussy. Oh! I know, right? Grab. She said grab the pussy and I've grabbed back. Yeah, oh, yes. This that. pussy grabs back. My, somebody tweeted back and was like, somebody tried you. <laughs> I do. I was like, no, I listened to Janelle Monae. Right. That's beautiful. I, I, um, I've been a big fan since college. Shout out to um, my homie Keisha who put me on to Janelle because I was like, <laughs> I, be, I remember like my darn room reading, listening to Arch Android and Metropolis. Like I've been like a big fan. And even back then, like mm-hmm. you could tell like she skirt skirted the line like you could tell you know and as a queer woman of color like i was like oh i read between your lines i already know what it is so of well, course even in her fashions not saying that yeah. because right. a woman that one addresses right. how she dresses means they go the other way but it was just it was evident yeah know? and um i and just not only the what she had on what she wears but just the comfortability mm-hmm. is what she really shows the evidence but, um so i was like very geek when Dirty Computer came out and ever since the first song I really feel like it was the single um, that has the real Prince feel and like in the music mm-hmm. video she's running to a girl and she's running to a guy oh I was like oh, first of all I love I, oh, I love on, that get the like words. in the video how it showed on the emotion emotional picture it showed her in a relationship with like the guy and the girl something mm-hmm. like that is kind of like mood and vibes for life Make me feel, make me feel, yeah, yeah. So, so I enjoy. I really did enjoy, and I love that. Like she, she does like she exudes the strength, but still like super like feminine and like delicate. But like she, she is very like I can tell very even with the suits that's deemed masculine in a sense. In a she's sense. right. She's poised very, but strong. Yes, poised, very delicate. Strong. Such very, a carefree black girl. She yes. Is. For I'm sure. Shout here. out to um Black Girl Podcast for having her as a guest. Oh, really? On their 30th episode. Y'all know it's so crazy. Like being on Twitter, um, I'm not like it's whatever. I got my little couple followers. <laughs> it's my little Twitter world. It's small. <laughs> but there are things um like that that I have been introduced to. Like I've never heard of Black Girl Podcast until I was on Twitter. That's great. Yes, um, Twitter. I think that that is um 
Well, for one, I see the podcast community is kind of big on Twitter. So mm-hmm. either way, I'm just excited. I'm glad to be finding out about like all this different stuff. I'm seeing like people blogs and all these articles. It's nice. It's nice. It's funny because I'm the opposite. Like even on Twitter, like say when something happens, whether it's a scandal, like I used to run to Twitter, but now I just kind of got to give it a couple of days because it just could be overwhelming with everyone's opinions. It'd be like, yeah. So I mean, Twitter is micro blogging. Right. So this is like, and, and I'm realizing like, it's like a, a lot of people have fell off of Twitter because it was like, I don't have time to give it that much energy. Like, mm-hmm. I don't have time to post several 140 characters right. worth of my thoughts. You right, know what right. I'm saying? Like, some people be on there every day. But, every but day. not even I that. Got something to say about I just sometimes want to form my own opinion. And mm. I feel like sometimes being on Twitter, when something big has happened, like, even, like, the midst of this whole kind of situation, I feel like... I had to, like, really step back, like, really, like, look into certain things and make my own opinion because sometimes, like, being on Twitter, I'm just fed a certain side. Right. I'm I'm fed, you know what I'm saying? And, and even, like, and it's not just Kanye. I'm just talking about, like, in, um, like, tons of different topics and tons of different, like, scandals or big stories. So I just, for me, I have to, like, take a day to, like, gather my facts on my own terms, come to my own opinion, and then bring it to Twitter to be like, okay, what are they saying Versus what I'm saying. Right. You know, so. I get, the one of the reasons, too, why I got off, like, I guess you do get all, like, your entertainment gossip and all the news and stories. And I don't like to sound disconnected, but sometimes I just don't care about, like, what's going on outside of my own personal world. Because it's, some people, no, some people get caught up and lost, like, Mm -hmm. in let me go on Twitter every day and so caught up in this Kanye and that's all they wrapped up that they not even living their own life. But that's right. We well, all we're not that. even We're not even going to get into that. We not, not get into, yeah, let's get into this Nicki Minaj. Oh, Chung Lee and Barbie Ting's King video. Kong. <laughs> I, I listen, Chung Lee, first it's of all. my gym. One, like, I love it so much because I just need a dance. Like, right. I'm about to toe wop every time I yeah. hear it. Like, Yo, that, that beat when it first dropped before mm-hmm. she even started rapping, swear to it's so New I York. I feel like I'm the only one in the world that does something like nah, that. Nah, if I really knew how I like to get light, y'all, I be, my shoulder. I like what she's saying. Don't get me wrong, I like what she's saying. Like, I, I love that in Chun Li or whatever, what she's saying, but I can't listen to this song. It's like, uh, no, that's a vibe. So, what me. is it? What is it about it? Because to me, the beat is hot. She's the beat is barring. hot. Like, she got bars. All right. So, my thing with Nikki is that, like, and I feel like she's just doing it on Chun Li. Like, she doesn't have to prove herself. So, it's just. But she it, doesn't. She, she has sound to be the like, bad guy. She do not sound like she proved herself. She's saying, I'm okay with being and the that bad is, guy. That one, no. That's one thing I've said about her before where sometimes she do things like. It's never in extra. her music I've heard it, but like sometimes with her posts and the things she say. Like, it was a time on Instagram where you could be like, okay, Nikki, now you're doing too much. Or mm-hmm. she might post something. But Chun Li to me was straight I, up like yep. badass. The beat was cool. swim. Like I said, I loved the it. message it was, flawless. was cool, but sonically, was I just don't. I don't Barbie like yes, it's Miss King Kong. Like, <laughs> literally, I'm about to come out with shirts with Miss King Kong on it. Like, like fuck y'all. Like, I loved it. I like, I love that song more than Barbie Tings. I love Barbie Tings. Too, I loved Barbie. But, and, and that's the thing. I like Barbie Tings. See, I so, love no. I like Barbie. It's just, just, like I said, Chun-Li is, is just, for me, just not it. Like, 
If that's that just my beat. personal taste. The beat, like, that's it's like. crazy because this is You know how, like, everything got all the right recipes, but it's just still not it. That's just my Right. Opinion. It make like, you want to Harlem shake. It make you want to get light. It make you just want to. Like, when she posted Swiss song. Beats dancing to it, it just was. <laughs> I was like, this is so New York. I love it. Yo, like, Chung Lee's about to rip the summer. I loved it. And then because. Like, I love New York so much, and I just love the New York flavor. Like, I loved Chun-Li, the song, more, but Barbie Ting's video was better to me because she was, like, being youthful and fun, and she was dancing with her girls, like, and she was doing her mannerisms, like, New York chicks do their mannerisms, like, New York chicks yeah. mannerisms. Ah! Did she get the I girl? loved it. She did, and so, oh, this my one. gosh. Like, like. Can it's kind of crazy. I mean, I'm y'all know I'm I'm really I don't think y'all know how gay I am, but like for Chung Lee that cover, <laughs> my eyes just go straight to her crotch. I just be like, okay. <laughs> I literally had it on repeat, and I I, I just looked at I just just where my focal point. What did you find out anything or? <laughs> I mean, I just feel like she. I mean, she's thick as fuck. Like I yes, just she is that 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 just the thighs and the meat and just the. I was just like, my God. I'd like, be confused. Like, where did it come from, though? Because Nikki was not always that She was well, Of course it wasn't we know nothing. where she comes from. But no, I don't. Because besides the, um, of the ass surgery. shot, she had, she been had surgery and she was still... No, she had a cute shape. She looks ill fitted to me now. Like really? she the does. Thi- it looks, the thighs are weird, yes. Because even on she that Chun Lee video... super thick. Not on the um official one, but the the iPhone one you talking about when they was doing the flashbacks of her with the super long hair and the latex two piece. She looked super cute there. Her legs look normal. She just looked like normal and thick. Now them thighs looking like they do got some jelly or something in them. They look mm-hmm. weird. No and you know what? I love Nicki Minaj so bad that I just you were like, mommy of her. It's crazy. So many people tell me that I sound like her and whatever, but not your mannerisms. Yeah. Like when I was watching um, Barbie Tings, that's why I think I texted you. Love like you Ting. remind me of it's just the, <laughs> so yeah. I love the I loved Barbie Tings. I like the whole song. I like the video. So listen, when the the okay because Nikki posted the video of her walking. Um, at the beginning of the Barbie Tings video up on Instagram before, like, when she first released the songs. And everybody in the comments, not everybody, but majority was, like, body shaming her, talking about, ew, your thighs are making me nervous, you look crazy, all this stuff. And she deleted the video okay. off of her Instagram. And I noticed it. And I, something told me when I refreshed it, it was going to be gone. Because I was like, they kind of going in on her. And Nikki has so always been So the thighs don't beautiful. look like it matched the ass No, they're just too, it's just too big. And because I'm going to show know you. Nikki, it's just like sway over exaggerated where like, she never looked uncomfortable to me. She always had she a big always, ass, but she always looked good. Like, it was obviously fake, but she always looked good. She didn't look uncomfortable. Like, how Lil' Kim looked uncomfortable to me. That's where I was going to go Kim next. Kardashian. But I was just kind of no, keeping my No, I didn't want to say it because I love Nikki, but this is my disclaimer because I got to keep it real at all times. I right. love her to death, but I truly wonder how she is in real life and, like, how she just what's going on with her and you got to think like how you treat people and 
like how them two are pitted against each other, kind of Lil Kim and Nicki Minaj, and people could talk about Lil Kim looks because that's right. the only thing people could say about her now. Right. Nicki, do them th- them legs do not look good right now. They because don't look good right now. Again, and that was all I could they think look, about. I hate to be this, this. one. This one doesn't look. But I gotta, I gotta bring up the video. I, I mean, I was gonna say you gotta bring up to the be video, dyke, and when you see her walking up, yeah, it crazy. with the Fendi. Yes, it looked crazy. It's just like I never, gotta see the video. You never I saw Nikki looking like that. But and the wig, and the wig. Was a, um, Along the thighs. So, wait, how do we get the carefree black girl moment? And just Thank you, because I'm still putting her on that mantle. Listen, them thighs, as long as you can okay, keep I'll, me warm, keep no. my ears cozy, right, yeah. I don't fucking I care. Like, she, listen, no, Nikki's she's coming everything. back. She's and everything. I appreciate her. She's everything. Literally, um, I did the rap genius of Chung Lee, and um, who's, I forgot who the producer was, but he was like, Nikki was really looking for a particular beat to get this point across. The metaphors, you know, she played on the concept of being the street fighter and mm-hmm. on the concept of like being this animal taking taking over the world. It was she amazing. embraced the fact that they're pinning her to be the bad guy, whether she is or she is not. She's okay with taking that title. You feel me? Keep that energy, Nikki. Paint the world whatever color you want it to be. Right. You you definitely win carefree black girl moment. No matter what your thighs look like, they look like they could right. keep my face warm. So that's fine. Oh with me. my okay. okay. <laughs> Thank you. Yes. That's all I gotta say. Um, yes. But speaking of videos, time out. Wait. Because Meek is home. So oh, yes. Meek is home. <laughs> Meek yes. is home. Yes. Meek is home. So it's been a good month. Happy birthday to him. We are recording oh, on his birthday. Happy so birthday. happy birthday, Meek. Okay, we love That's, you. Y'all, that is so beautiful that he's home for and one. And what he's doing the is even more dope. that he had the they, whole time and that he has now is just like such a beautiful thing to see. I, y'all know I love Jay-Z. I love to see him standing by him. Mm-hmm. I'm super excited to see this docu-series that is mm-hmm. being produced on him like i and i'm happy keep going, i'm, I'm glad to, i'm just glad to see him in this light now i don't want to you know of course we all know he was taking all these elves just recently all this i was always team meek i was always on his side <laughs> um which is funny now that i'm that drake just popped in my head and just thinking about rihanna i don't think she tried to diss him but media is like with the what she said about drake that they're not um they're not they're not friends but they're not enemies so that's just Mm -hmm. funny but just yeah it's so good to see um this turnaround for me and i like that like he came out with a plan and just really to be this voice of black men who are like basically Mm -hmm. being oppressed by the system um, I like that he didn't come home on some. Let me pop some bottles. Like he said, I'm a. He said it. Like I'm gonna give y'all some new fire. I got some fire coming, but it's he bigger didn't come things out with that I need to deal with. Though, right? Yeah, no, no, no. no. He should. No, he came out on some like this is what yeah, I'm going right, through. There's yeah. d- there's men out there that is in jail that don't have the resources that I have, and it took him five months to get out. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So I I really appreciate that that he came out with it like on some tunnel vision. Like nah, like I really got to be the voice of this struggle. So he didn't. I like you know. I appreciate that. I mean, I do. I am waiting for a first day out freestyle, but I do like <laughs> that. You know, he's he's really like taking this whole thing serious, and he's being that servant 
for us. You know what I'm saying? And and to double up or piggyback on that, like, I really appreciate, like, these... um, these big figures in hip hop who are really shifting hip hop to be back to what it is, what right. it was meant to be, which is a reflection of the black and brown community mm-hmm. and our experience in America. And this is going to allow us to segue to the carefree. We're going to give our carefree black boy moment to Childish Gambino and his latest video um, and yeah. song, because I this felt like America. that that was the best description of what America is. And he especially had such a carefree black boy, like what? the way he was moving, like he got the me vibe right. and the, the video, whole vibe, yeah. just the just, I'm so pretty, like how he just played, he played uh, on, I guess, the masculinity, like he he just got on some Janelle Monet, like. He played with the lines, and I really appreciate that. He not that. only played with the lines, listeners, if you guys haven't seen the music video, hopefully by this time you have. Um, I feel like he really played on, like, America really is this space, this territorial space yep. where they are pinning things against you. They're giving mm-hmm. you guns and, and drugs, and they're expecting you to still be happy. Or, or what I got from the music video is that people of color is still we're we're still thriving in this space and that's where you see him dancing and the mm-hmm. the kids behind him dancing so we still joking and shit but niggas are dying cars are blowing up you know mm-hmm. we can't live there's murder everywhere people are coming into our churches and killing that and scene killing. right there yes. But and despite it all, we're still dancing on top of cars. And at right. the end of the song when he's dancing on top of cars, I chuckled cuz it made me think of Michael Jackson. Okay. And I was like, damn, they don't really care about us, huh? Mm. Like, it made me think, it had a bad, it had a very thriller moment with him dancing on top of these cars. And then at the end, him running for his life, because again, that is the portrayal of, or that is one of many common portrayals of what a black man is in America, which is this person who is suspected to be joyful and glee, same as black women. But we have so much up against us and there's murder everywhere, whether it's at our hands or at the hands of someone else. Well, he said police be tripping, felt that, because police really do be tripping. But um, yeah, Shout out to Childish Gambino, a.k.a. Oh, no, no, Donald Glover, a.k.a. Well, Childish Gambino. Sir, you said that the next project was not going to be under Childish Gambino, but this song was listed under Childish but Gambino. So Donald Glover is his real name? Yes. Right. And what is his name on Atlanta? Well, he is Don- Donald Glover. His he- actor name is Donald Glover. His comedic name is Donald Glover. His name as an artist is Childish Gambino. I like that. But his birth name is Donald, Donald. Glover. Mm-hmm. Donald. So Donald. on the show, he doesn't play himself. No, though. no, no. His character is mm-hmm. Ernest. Oh, that's what I was asking. That's what I was saying. What is his but name on the, the show? Uh, the Ernest, last, his character. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. The last project, um, Awaken My Lover. Yeah. Right. Um, he said that was gonna be he his last project under that name of under Childish, Childish and he was just gonna be Donald Glover moving forward. He's so he just. I never really like got too too into him, and because I don't watch the show, um, he just always seems such an interesting character to me. Um, I I have a hate love relationship with him only because when he came to Tallahassee, me and my friends created posters, and he did not acknowledge them, and 
Mm. That really hurt me. <laughs> so Yo, I love that. But, like I think we was talking about that last episode. How yeah. like how back in the days, you know, we used to do stuff. Like, oh, we was because we was talking about scream tour. But yo, today in 2018, I would love to show up to somebody concert with a t shirt, with a t shirt, a sign, the, <gasps> the water I'm jug do, with the beads. The yo, that would be so I'm fire. Going to right, it just shot me out. Like child just gave us, and like we were on the floor seat. We came mm-hmm. mad early. We did our posters mad early in the morning, and it was like. He saw through them. Like, he didn't even be like, and I don't know. He added that tour stop. So I know he was hella fucking tired or whatever. A lot of my friends saw him in Atlanta the day before, and it was like, yo, he was really interactive with the crowd, mm. and he was not. So that kind of like hurt me. But I mm. listened to Cold Sack. I listened to Camp. Like, I'm a, I've been put on to Childish for the last four mm-hmm. or five years now. Um, lyrically, he's a genius. So this song to me was like, the moment, the first time I saw the video and heard the song, I was like, one, Migos was definitely in the studios with you. <laughs> and two, you had y'all probably got onto this conversation like, nah, let's let's bring this to a higher level, which is no matter how much money I make, I'm still gonna be running for my life. Right. Because I'm a black man mm-hmm. in America. What a sad Oh dope. Set. That was a dope conclusion. Mm-hmm. I like that drop smike. Yeah. Yeah. I, I literally that video was clear no matter how much money you make i'm a black woman in america i'm still gonna be looked at as the help mm-hmm. i you mean, know and that's just that's, that's just but you could dance through it you could joke through it you feel me you right could, you, could joke <laughs> it. you could you feel me you could like but that's that's just what it's gonna it's, it's gonna be i'm henny sipping that's a fact and my connects across the map i fuck it up and get it back i fuck it up and get it back i cop the work then i dip I sip the dirt by the fifth. Swim like skirt in the whip. A lot of work in the whip. So hit my line, tell me what you need. What's the info? We trade a bag for a bag, then I limbo. I cop the work, then I dip. I sip the dirt by the fifth. Swim like skirt in the whip. A lot of work. Okay. But girl. Well, girl. Am Girl. I saying Khalees? Yes, yes. Khalees. Khalees. The beautiful, fashionable I Khalees. I love her. I've always loved her. Um, I've only liked um I remember like what was that song? I hate you so much right Amen. now. Right. Ah, I have a funny story with that I song. I was on punishment. Around that, what what year did that come out? I just remember I was on punishment and I used that song like I was singing it to my mom, (laughs) and she was like, "What did you say?" I said, "It's a song. I hate you so much." (laughs) She was just like, "I don't care who sang it. Don't you say that to me in this house." (laughs) I was just like, "Ah!" I'm like, "Well, mom, that's really that's really part of this song." I don't know if she remembers, but I that was so dope. But I really used music to like express myself all throughout life, and like when I heard that song i will never like that is one song that i will always remember because of khalees because that's how i felt like i was on punishment for something i probably did but didn't feel the need to be punished for and i remember singing that to my mom like and she was just like i don't care who sang that song don't sing that in my house and then i just started yelling it was like that's part of the song too can i not yell and she was just like anyways but yeah that that was a funny moment she was such a freaking just a ah, trendsetter. She was a trendsetter. Such an icon. Like she's freaking originated trendsetting. And she I loved her and Nas. So even though now it's kind of sad. And Nas were such a fly couple, yo. Like right now, the picture of them is just popping in my head with the nigger jackets. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, with her fire old haircut and 
Nas is just like every woman dream, man. Is that's why, like, when He's I was so reading fine. it, and she was saying, like, they had a lot of highs and high, and, and like this really interview, lows. yeah. So, basically, Khalees um went on Hollywood Unlocked and did an interview, <clears throat> excuse me. <clears throat> mm-hmm. <laughs> so, she went on Hollywood Unlocked and did an interview, basically breaking her silence after nine years. Now, y'all know we don't really see Khalees like too much in the media um i followed her on instagram so i see like what she does but it's mostly like she's a foodie she's like super into food she has a food truck um she makes sauces her brand is called bounty and full so she's married she has um a two-year-old child so she's just like living this she's super content and happy like she's just living this happy life this happy carefree life with her new husband um but she kind of did this interview because she said in her words like basically she had just woke up and was just like you know what I've always been super private but today it's enough and I just want to share my story and um she basically told us Nas was beating her ass (laughs) she said they were beating each other Don't do that. <laughs> and I, I don't want to put emphasis on that because it's like she, I appreciate her being a carefree black woman, but still taking ownership that she was like fighting right, back. Fighting right. And I'm happy to hear like sis was fighting back um, to the point where she had to fight strategically, where it was rather like, you know, I'm going to hide my my watches and my rented jewelry right. so that he doesn't break this shit. So, you know, you could put laying punches on me, but you ain't going to break this shit because I don't got time to lose out on my security deposit. Mm-hmm. Like, it was it was tragic. Like, I'm I'm a, a Khalees fan. I appreciate um, Acapella on Flesh Tones and Dreamer on Food. So those are her later projects. Mm-hmm. Um, I love her voice, the raspiness, the, the strength in her voice. Um, and even in the interview, I I saw her her strength. Like, yes. Oh, I yes. fight. I ain't no quiet mouse. Right. Right. Sis, right. I was like, yes. Right. <laughs> and she from New York. Like, um, I loved when she was kind of like saying how she was like that wasn't supposed to happen. Like the um the disastrous part of it. She was like like me stepping out and looking from the outside in like this was a beautiful thing that should have blossomed and I wish it was still here like she was saying she was still happy but I'm like girl we all feel the same way like we wish y'all was still together and I think um you know we always sneak and ask but I think she was very clear on like she don't want him back and obviously she wouldn't say that like she has a new husband and all but obviously she was in love with him at a point like that was her husband that's her child's father but but I, I liked how she was able to like say that like keep it real saying that he ain't doing what he's supposed to be doing he's not the man that we think he should be but just still acknowledging how it was super dope I guess what hurt me the most was to hear like the boys eight he's been to two birthday parties yeah it was she doesn't he doesn't know where his school is she he called and asked for your address he should already know your address because right. your child is there. You right. know what I'm saying? How easy is it? Can I ask you how easy is it for you to like turn the switch the other way 
um, or turn your cheek to someone in the industry or artist, somebody that you looked up to, that you loved for so long because you hear a story like that. You know what I mean? Like I, mm, for like, me, again, I'm a product of a divorced family, and I I love my father. He was ever present in my relationship, in my mm-hmm. in my growth. No teacher, dean, or professor can confirm if my parents are divorced because they came together as a unit. My mm-hmm. father would drive from Miami to Orlando for parent teacher conference and he's a teacher his damn self. Right. You understand? So no, I don't I don't I'm removing so it's, Nas it's e- so as it's the artist easy. and I'm seeing him as Nazir Jones right. as the father of an eight year old that you haven't been to six birthdays. Mm. Out of his eight years. It's just, I mean, like, it's just so, it's so difficult. Like, I hate being quiet on certain things because, you know, you have to have an opinion. But it's just like, we don't, like, I feel her. You know what I'm saying? Like, and, and it's just like, but it's also super hard to remove. Like, do we, do we cancel him? Because, like, I feel like, I mean, he's being held accountable by, like, the mother of his child. But... I don't know. Like it's just it's just this is a funny line because I'm super against R. Kelly because of, you know, the allegations. Yeah. So it's just like they why can't I do the right. same thing with Nas? And you know what I'm saying? Choose, we do pick Even and with Fab. I feel like we pick and choose. We do pick and choose. We pick and choose. We pick and choose and it is a little different though, because I I, th- I think I've said this before too, because I hate to say like that it's normal. No, I ain't saying it. It is normalized that um, in like urban communities or just relationships in general, men beat their women. Or I heard, I've even what? seen but, but when, that's the when, thing. Fab, when, when a Fab story came out, I saw a girl that I know um, make a post like, Okay, on to the next New York niggas beat they girl. No, they did. You know what's so funny? Not funny. It's not acceptable. It's not funny. It shouldn't. It shouldn't. It's not okay. Time out. But I'm happy that you brought this up because someone recently said that to me. Like your nigga is going to smack the shit out of you, and I just looked at her like, if my man don't have a question, his hand should not be raised at me. Like right, you get what I'm and saying? And all so of them. I've, won't. I've never, I've never norm like that's not normal. To but me. it's like if that, it and happened, people no, just no. you know sometimes it just like yeah. oh it's another one because that's, who's to say these these ones that we hear about okay, but then it's just to be like. I'm pretty sure every rapper done slapped their girlfriend. No, you know what I mean? I like, it's not okay no, It's at not okay. All. And I don't think we should. Listen, the fact that this girl, this woman was literally, the the moment, like, my heart dropped in the interview was when she was like, yeah, the situation came out about Rihanna, Chris Brown, and I was looking at the news. I was, I was covered news, in. Right. And he was looking at me, and I was looking at him, and it was just the silence on, like, are you, are you going to, are you, are you going to, to me that was just like fuck she was like i had bruises on my back at that time mm-hmm. rihanna and i'm looking at rihanna and i'm looking at myself mm-hmm. she, but how she many said other the, women were in that same there are situation. many women who they, are in that same yes. current present time whether they're a celebrity or not exactly. and it is for it is for 
us as uh, within the urban community to say one this is not acceptable and At two all. how do we change this do we change this with the women how the women are not beating themselves we change this with the men yes the men have to start first men have to work with other men men have to because you know there's a sense men of have like, to be like held like you have to be i feel like women we hold each other accountable we we do we call more. each other out and we tell each other when we're wrong men is kind of like this boys club like and 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 that needs to stop like it really like because i i mean not like to even bring up this fab thing is just like fab did not get dragged through the mud for that video like no i'm saying he didn't get he didn't and then we oh i didn't finish the thought that we can't compare we could but it ain't the same with our kelly because our kelly is like no, R. Kelly molestation. No, I'm like underage minors, okay. but not beating they, women. We, I just uh, he just canceled that. Mother. That is not the same. You're right. Cause yeah, it's not the same. Things. We talking about two different things. But I, so R. Kelly is like right. We could he ain't he ain't doing right. But it is sad, and I'm not saying that I agree. But even for me, like. And again, I don't want nobody looking at me wrong or like I'm insensitive. But every time I see a story, like if I personally see a story about a rapper or somebody slapping a girl, like it's it kind of is just like that nigga probably been doing that. They all doing that. Like it's so but so but what do we do? I think that's exactly. the question. What do we do? Is What right, do we do? Like, do we shoot. not support them? Like. Not give them any more of our money. But even, not even them. It's regular everyday person. It's a, such a bigger problem than that. So I again, know. what do we do? One, as women, we stop need to stop taking it. Thank yeah, you. stop taking it. Stop taking and it. And, not, and, and also, but a lot of women don't come out because they're afraid to look weak. So we, as women, we also, or some we also so crazy, have to they do be threaten. comforting and consoling. Like... I, cause I, I'm not gonna front when I was younger. Like I was that girl. Like what? You let him hit on you because I was in a situation and God hit me one time. I was out. Like, like what? Like I'm not dealing with this. Right. But not every girl is is like that. You know, right. some girls think that it's normalized to okay, them. They think yeah. that it's love. That is so we funny, have to be able to cute. understand and console another woman instead of like judging them and looking down and calling them stupid and look, calling them weak because that's going to prevent people from saying oh hey i'm a victim as well yeah you know i, I agree yeah, i so, do i also feel like we have to understand like it don't it don't be like hey little mom what's your name and then they backhand slap yeah you. it starts <laughs> it starts real small it'd be little 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 little, little right. and the next it's, thing you know you're madly in love with someone who's your abuser right so i think one we need to understand like the signs as women we need to take advantage of the fact of, of women who have sons, women who have brothers, women who have cousins and uncles or whatever, to also make sure that we can try our best. I hate when we call black women nagging or whatever, but put your foot down. Yeah. If you know your homeboy, your cousin, your brother is doing wrong by this woman, put your foot down and be like, don't treat her like that. Right. You feel me? Don't even come to her because obviously she she may or may not have come, like her sense. She might be caught up in the caught up. We all quote unquote have it bad from time to time but you need to check him like would you do this to your mom would you do this to your mom because what you're doing is like you're doing this to your mom would you do this to me i'm your sister i'm your cousin right you feel me like i i think it's it's um as carefree black women we need to use our voice as a weapon no matter what people say 
and I, I'm going to bring that back to um, Dirty Computer. My favorite song on that is I like that when she when Janelle was like, you know, I don't care what anybody sell, says. This is what I like. This is right. what I want to do. I like that. And I don't care. Y'all was making fun of me in the sixth grade because I was wearing thrift clothes. Mm-hmm. But it's okay. You called me a fucking six, but I knew I was the shit. Because right. I like, stand your grounds, understand your values, and know what's important to you. You feel me? And just like, and what's important to the peers around you. I think Khalees is coming in and she's using her voice as a weapon because she's like, I'm tired. Right. So I hope, and I'm just over like just the abuse of black women. Like we are the most men need to protect us. Like Very we are so. the we so are. So are the you still a Nas fan? Well, the funny thing is, I was always more of a Jay Z fan. So well, it really okay. Nas got bars, but he's Nas fine, bars. and I'm never going to say that he's ugly. Like I think Shit. that he is beautiful. I'm a fan. Even I'm though he's short, I have a question because she was like, I'm five eleven. I was like, damn. Damn, yeah, she five ten. Oh, five ten. It's like you like Toy, literally yeah. a good half a fucking foot over yeah. this dude. Like easy. He he's fine. He's fine. That smell. That he's so smooth. You know what was so funny? That too? mole she, she on his mother. She was like, I was even like, even Nikki ran away. She's like, even Nikki ran away yeah. from. Her. I wonder what what really happened though with Listen. that split. I wonder who left who because ain't nobody leaving. Now I like, now I'm just saying. I don't know. I don't know. I, it's it was so quick. He ain't hit. I know he ain't hit. But you know what's crazy? Now that I'm thinking of it, he dead shows all the signs of an abuser. Really? To me. So Because he's so quiet and just like super like every, chill. Because he's his fine. I'm about to look he's up a Virgo. He's a Virgo. Ooh, yes. Yeah, I heard Virgo men. <laughs> we are talking about a man. <laughs> I heard that Virgo is beating the shit out of his who, who beated. Who beat. Or, or beat. Sorry. Right. Listen. So the reason why I think so is because... Now that I'm looking at it, like, Nas is super smooth, right? The guy that is super charming, like, the guy that everyone, women don't tell him no. I feel like, okay, keep going. And, you know, it's just, I feel like the guys that usually are, like, abusing women are the ones you least expect. Oh, wow, Khalees is a Leo. Oh, my God, it was a combo. Yeah. So, (sighs) it's just something about his mannerisms that's just like, you know what? Hmm. That like that seemed very we controlling. Don't, we don't know what happened, but I'm gonna congratulate Khalees for being a strong black, carefree yes. woman. For speaking, speaking up, up, speaking her truth, working with um organizations to help other women speak their truth. Cause at the end of the day, the relationship is over, but there's still a child involved, and that's right. what triggered everything. And this poor, you know, not poor, but this eight year old deserves proper justice. He deserves to be loved and have, you know, custody shared between his parents but unfortunately that's not even his will that's in the will of the court and at the end of the day her point was like i'm going to court i'm paying court fees i'm doing all these things for somebody who all of a sudden wanted to become a father and this happens on a regular to other women who cannot afford Mm -hmm. all of this all of a sudden the homie wakes up and he realized oh yeah i got a jit I should be there for little I homie. Gotta I gotta be dead you ass with really y'all. From y'all know where I'm from, I Miami. Gotta <laughs> I, gotta, I gotta be there for bruh. Let me, you know, let me right. pull up. Oh, I can't pull up. Why I can't pull up? And it'd be like, be where my were old you? Lady. Right. <laughs> where were you when he was 
pooping and shitting everywhere. Where were you when he was but crying for me? But she said that. She was like, nobody want a two-year-old. Nobody want to be around during that time being an actual parent. But now that he's about to be nine and he's this smart, intelligent, super fun kid and he's cool, that's when they want to, you know, come and be around. Not when it's hard and he got to yeah. go to the doctor. But when you want to, when he could go to baseball games and be cool and be a little mini-me, now mm-hmm. you want to I mean, have I, I definitely understand because I'm them. not a parent. But kids f- under five blow minds. So I got, I, I'm, I'm sorry to make that joke. But I, I mean, like. It's real. It's real it's responsibility. It's real responsibility. Mm, I want kids because I, I, I like, I just think that's just part of like, life. Part of life. But uh, I'm not pushing out 10. Like, yeah. give me a solid one and I'll be okay. Matter of fact, I'm lying because I, I said I wanted four at one point. Wow. But I want to be financially able to take care of them. Like, I don't want right. to have a kid in struggle, like, at all. What about you, Rez? Um, I don't know. Recently, I've decided I don't think I'm going to have children just okay. because the way my life is set up. I just don't know. It's just kind of difficult. You know, you just don't wake up and fuck a girl and end up being pregnant. So, <laughs> I can't. I, like, it's like a lot of planning and I got to find the right chick. And yeah. But I would because I used to be a substitute teacher. I used to be a tutor. So, I love working with kids. I love, like, teaching them these life lessons and, like, watching their minds like grow and mm. i i think i'll be like a pretty cool parent i know my son is probably gonna hate me because i'm be very hard on my black son i hope mm. to have one and teach him like i don't care who you fucking you make sure you throw away the trash if you get your dick sucked. i'm playing yeah. so, <laughs> girl, i'm gonna be the same way my son gonna be on throw point that trash, my son okay. gonna be on point i'm gonna be like you come to her house oh you bring something don't come empty-handed at all. Bring be some a man. Milk. Be respectful. Milk, bread, cheese. Don't spread yourself thin. Be a hunter at all times. So, um, I do want to, but I that do want was a like black actually. Boy. Huh? What are you I said saying? I do want a beautiful black boy. Yeah. I love I kids. like that's and that's boy. my thing. If I, I want my like, son to be like midnight from the coldest winter ever. Oh my god. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> Just All right, but, um, but yeah, again, so shout out to Khalees for doing that. And and damn, I had a fucking point I was gonna say, but uh, I hope that the custody battle goes out well. I know that's hard again, product of a divorced family, so me too. I hope he see the interview and like. I know he probably saw T2 at times because she's great. Khalees is fucking bad. Right. She's awesome. Like I hope he just see the. He a Virgo. Oh my God. I hope he see the um her interview and he just like may hopefully it touches him and he just learn to cooperate and and takes in her message that he that she's saying. Like if you wanna be there, like I'm willing for you to be there, but genuinely be, be there, there and don't think you can be sometimes and don't think you can regulate things. And I hope that he sees that he just like, all right, let me just, you know, cooperate. Like I think that him coming over for Thanksgiving and them being able to all be there in the room like i think that was super dope super dope effort. i'm just here i just want celebrities to just step up because before you're a celebrity you're a parent so or Nas, you're a person and you're a person so Nas, get it together yeah. because we was all rooting for you okay? i know <laughs> we got put on my um tyra rig you was all, oh, he was such all a fine man i always he felt like me and him would just click so i don't know why mm-hmm. i ain't trying to click that claim. i'm not trying to claim him but i'm just saying that i always 
just his vibe is just so smooth like Mm -hmm. him and jay-z they're not the same person but they give me similar vibes as far as like that boss and just chill secretive just do them and yeah i just just, pray beyonce don't come out always so fine to me honestly honestly, i feel if he Mm. was if jay-z was an abuser you would have saw that in that elevator you would have saw it in the elevator you can't tell me I, I really, like, I know a lot of real niggas was watching that video like Solange would have got back in. So. Yeah. I think she Jay-Z. kicked and he he held that foot like a football. Like, yo, I got it. Okay? You feel me? He put the foot down. She spit at him. Come on. I think he I practices life so well. I think he just. Um, but I don't put it past so, him. I love that man, but I don't put it past him. I don't know. I think Jay-Z is just so aware and he's just so into um evolution evolving and, he, and he's and the only guy out of like his sisters raised by his mother just being sharp so, yeah i don't i don't see that's that. like, like i look be, at but that you never know you, yeah you never know that's you never know. can't do that he loved his wife so much i also want to shout out love begins with l they're a company that has organic pads tampons and condoms you can subscribe on their website this is l.com and get a free box by using our code cfbg pod black and mouth it's just on my spot but it's gonna take a while get the green bacon with my beans i don't fuck with lean i am just a nigga you can't pay me to be more than it that it cause my body by the biz and i ain't mad I can't trust a nigga cause he'd rather be on top of me than at the top of me. So I'm so low cause I gotta be. Know a pretty hoe who roll the tree but she don't smoke the tree. And that's the only reason I be letting sure they roll with me. So, lady, I have a quick little exercise for I get free. Okay. Segment. So get free with me, you girl Russ. <laughs> <laughs> so um, I have been going through a lot of like transitions in my life, and I've mm-hmm. been working on self. Okay. Um, not the DJ. Me. <laughs> <laughs> and um, uh, I, I think like everybody talks about, oh, you gotta learn how to love yourself, but people don't realize how much it's in a it's a journey. Because for you to love yourself, you first gotta know who you are. And it's sad, like it, it's not sad, but the reality is. You don't ask to come to this world. You don't name yourself. Mm-hmm. You don't pick your parents. You don't pick your living environment. You don't, you don't pick your social economic status. You just show up right. and have to deal with the cards that are being dealt. So um, I actually had an opportunity to mentor um, sixth and eighth graders on Friday from the Urban League. And I told the sixth graders, like, take this time in middle school before, like, your life starts, like, spinning out of control to just get to know yourself. Mm-hmm. am i normally a follower or do i like to do my own thing do am i a loner do i like people so in the process of me getting to know myself i've dabbled into numerology okay so um i want everybody you know you dodge and ivy and myself we're gonna do our life path numbers few folks who know about numerology is the study of numbers and the concept that there is meaning behind numbers um, I think it's a really big thing. Um, numbers have always been big to me, especially because I went to like an international school and I understood the difference between Roman numerals and Arabic numerals, which is what we use now. And just like how were we able to form numbers as just as a as a people and then like the legacy behind it. Life path number is actually the addition of your birth dates. So you you add the day you were born, the month and the year. And there are there's meaning behind every number. 
So I sent you guys the link, um, and you know I could I could post it. Uh, right. We're gonna use a calculator from SeventhLifePath.com, and we're gonna calculate our life path number. So, ladies, I know you guys. You know I'm gonna give y'all some time to pull it up because. You know, I got mine. You don't have to say your, your birthday if <laughs> right. you don't want I got to. My, but I got my life path number. What was your life path number, Ivy? So my life path number was 33, which mm. is a very rare number. Um, It's a very nurturing and responsible number. I don't know about the responsible. I'm getting there, though. Okay. It says 33 is the master teacher. This individual's focus is on reaching the world and uplifting the loving energy of mankind. They are not concerned with personal ambition and have great devotion to cause. Life path number 33. Is, this number has a high energy is and is concerned with doing good in the world. Um, I think that's pretty accurate as far as like the high energy and being concerned with doing good in the world. Um, it's funny because I just thought that it was just basically how my mom raised me. Like she's just a giver. Um, she's She's very compassionate and I feel like she instilled those values into me. So to see that, you know, 33 is the master teacher, it kind of just, like, it just kind of, like, confirms everything that I felt about myself and, like, mm. my place in this yes. world. Yes. Amen. So. Master teacher? Yeah. Master teacher. All right. <laughs> so, mm, all right. So my birthday is August 24th. I'm a Virgo. Hey, Virgo. Um, so my life path number is eight. Okay. So... Um, those with the life path number, I'm going to just <clears throat> read this. Um, those with life path number eight tend to be a better judge of character and attract the right kind of people to work with you towards your vision. This makes you a natural executive and excellent in the business or political arena. You have a need for success and a strong desire to be recognized for your achievements. This leads you to not feel safe unless you have found a way to establish financial security. And because you are more likely to consider status important, you may be tempted to live above your means. You mm. should also pay special attention. <laughs> you should also pay special attention to telling and showing your loved ones that you care. Being a good provider isn't the only way of doing this. It is difficult for an eight to take advice. When they make a choice, they must feel it as their decision, not someone else's. As a result, they do tend to learn the hard way. Eights are very honest, and by being so blunt, they unintentionally hurt feelings. Although they can sometimes appear insensitive, what is going on inside them is the exact opposite. They do feel deeply about everything that goes on in their life. People with the life path eight are born with natural leadership skills. If your life path path is an eight you are very ambitious and goal-oriented you have strong organizational skills and broad vision which makes you successful in business and um that is so me really what yeah. about it so for one how it started like um it said you tend to be a better judge of character and you attract the right kind of people to work with you towards your vision. I feel like I know everything. I feel like I could read people and I definitely feel like I have um, attracted a good tribe around me to work with. Um, definitely. Even y'all, you know, I'm, mm -hmm. I feel like I got the good, the right people around me. Um, and then it's basically just going into how I'm like, um, so, 
it's so important to me to status is so important to me and being successful. And that's so me. That's like everything that I'm working towards. And um, I want, shoot, I want the popularity and the success. And then the end, it kind of just wraps it up and say that I'm a natural leader. And mm-hmm. that is definitely, definitely me. Like, um, when it said the financial, I'm like, oh, that's definitely done. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. When it was like, you're, yeah. you need your finances. And then it was just like, you may tend to live above your means because you need the status. Like, yeah. And then leadership. I am here to put people on. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Ivy? Like, you said it all aligns with you, too. Right. So, mine's definitely dead as far as, like, it focuses on, like, um... People, oh, the those with life path number 33 want to use their life to raise the consciousness of as many people as possible. Their concern is the earth and all of the. See, this is the thing because it's just like, I mean, I care about the earth and, and things like that. I just kind of want to just like show people through how I live more so like, you know, just healthy ways just to be happy, to be responsible. But and for the most part, it definitely, um, it definitely aligns with my whole path and how I am as a person like I've always gotten that like your energy is so dope or you're so nice or mm-hmm. whatever so and I'm the master teacher like I'm I'm always real. trying to include people and trying to like get to the bigger picture and make things happen um so yeah cool so um my left path is seven um, and I looked on, again, we did our calculator on seventhlifepath.com. Mm-hmm. Um, and I would say Astro Style, um, is like a place that I always go for my horoscope. They also have some numerology. I'm going to read my life path from Astro Style. Just to shout out multiple sites that you guys can go to and learn more. So seven, your purpose is to develop spirituality, data-driven analysis, intuition, trust, and openness. And openness. And it's funny because, uh, Dodge, you and I are both Virgos, but I'm a seven and you're an eight. Um, so it says, understand that these themes will be reoccurring issues throughout your life. Your life path number indicates what you're evolving into, developing, aspiring towards, and learning about. So while you display innate gifts and talents in the areas of emphasis, you'll also experience some consistent obstacles as your master as you master your life purpose in alignment. So, you know, I'm data driven, refined troop seeker out of alignment for me is like critical, obsessive, secretive, um, which is kind of true about me. And I appreciate the astral style definition because the key is, it explains to you the key of your life path, which is can for the seven, Mm -hmm. can you accept that you're both an intellectual and and a psychic as a seven, you're always seeking the answer to life's big and small questions. You live mostly in your head and tend to over-intellectualize everything. You're learning how to manage and understand the emotional side of life. You're actually quite a sensitive and emotional person, yet yet that part of you feels foreign. Understand that you're on a different wavelength than most people. You're great with any career in time research science data collection computers yet you can also feel the pull of your more intuitive sides and be drawn to healing arts metaphysical thought and self-exploration 
Lastly, it says you're here to, to be a truth seeker. Your life is spent developing and acknowledging both the light, left and right brain. When you mm. tap into both of your analytical brain and your intuitive brain, you're at your most powerful. You're on an intellectual journey seeking to know who you really are deep down at your core. You need alone time. Mm. So, yeah, I think that's cool. I do feel like, um, yeah. And it's funny because I, I, I would need alone time, but I'm always surrounded by people. I'm always like in the midst of it all, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. and this is kind of like showing like how to balance right. um, what I need and what I want and what I need because I do need more alone time. When I'm alone, oh, I can get things done. I can, <laughs> right. I can focus. I can da 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 But people are attracted to me. Like people will like be wanting to sit next to me and I'd be like, I really just want to read this book <laughs> and be by myself. I just want to be by myself. So it was cool to learn this and go into numerology. And for those who are like interested in learning more, you have your life path number, you have your attitude number, your personality number, where you can calculate your name, whether it's mm-hmm. all the consonants in your name or every letter in your name and figure out who you are and not figure out who you are, but the number that is associated to you. And then, you know, let us know if you feel like it resonated. Okay. Or not. Like, my attitude number is two. And that means, like, I'm a really good partner, and that kind of makes sense. But then my life path number is like, nah, bitch, be alone. It's not like, <laughs> what am what I supposed do I to do? do? Right? And, it, and it's not for you to, it's, these are not things for you to dictate your life. This is something that's supposed to give you an it's, aspect. Right, it's a general aspect, just like horoscopes. Yeah. So, with horoscopes, like it's like, I mean, I'm a Gemini, so, like, it comes with a lot just being a Gemini. Do you feel like you honestly are a Gemini? I honestly feel like I'm a Gemini. Like, even and when I watch other Geminis, it's just like I understand them. Like, we, it's no balance with us. We're two ends of the spectrum. That's why, like, with, with Kanye breaking down the Ugh. way he is, like, it, he's a Gemini. He you know what I'm saying? Like, there's, we don't have, like, we're always scattered. Like, we 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 get bored really easily. Like, um, we're always looking for the next best thing. Like, we're never satisfied. Like, I'm never satisfied in life. Like, and that, I mean that can be a good and a bad thing as far as ambition. Like, it's like okay, we're always working for the next thing. But it's also like, bitch, calm down, appreciate what you have. Like, so like I mean, with people they see Gemini's, they're like, oh, Gemini's are two faced. It's we're not two faced. We give you what we're a mirror to what you give us. And we're extremes. We're two extremes. It's no it's no balance. So if you're on our bad side, we're gonna take it there. We're gonna take it to the most extreme level. If you're on our good side, we're gonna be the best person ever. But we don't we, we don't we don't balance well. That's at all. Like I have just, a lot of friends who are Geminis. I talked to one girl who mm-hmm. was a Gemini. It's a lot, like, and I could never do it again. And I was like, "Oh, okay, it's, cool." It's definitely a lot. I had um, one of my best friends used to be a Gemini, and <clears throat> out of my crew, it was I was a Virgo, Pisces, Libra, and a Gemini, and me and the Gemini just 
Mm-mm. We are very, we we're very moody people I'm very as good well. friends with Gemini. And, see, that's the thing. But we are like the life of the party. Don't get it. Like, Gemini is the life of the party because... I feel like Virgo's the life of the party. Yeah. Virgo no, the life Virgo's... Of the party, honey. <laughs> Y'all just more so... I feel like if Virgo we talk about parties... Party. No, Virgos throw the party. That's also true. Like, I do feel like there's Virgos a sense of throw organizer. The party. I'm telling you, Gemini is yeah. the life because our energy. We're just always just that free spirit, like the perfect party. <laughs> and that's the <laughs> funny thing because you. I, the reason why I was like, "Oh, do you really feel like you're a Gemini?" I don't really carry traits of a Virgo, mm, right? Okay. So, and then I'm again on this journey of understanding who I'm self. So. I don't try. I'm no longer trying to box myself into like, cause you you shouldn't just box yourself right. under your sun sign. Right. You shouldn't like. So I'm like understanding what my moon sign is, yeah, what my I'm rising a, is. Exactly. And that's like I've been looking into that too. So it's just like my sun sign is a Gemini, but I'm, my moon sign is a Sag, Oof. and that makes so much sense with my like the way I detach, the way I'm not like mm. like it nonchalant. Like it makes. That's why, like, it's just like okay, I I really am enjoying like looking into like doing the the charts and just like wow, like this is why you know yeah. not this is why, but okay, like I'm I'm learning a lot about my characteristics. So I I hope we're hoping I'm hoping that we're uh, encouraging listeners to like dig into yourself yes. here get free by getting to know yourself because the more you get to know yourself and you can pick and choose like my moon is leo and my rising mm-hmm. is aquarius which is like confusing as fuck but there are some things that i'm like this resonates with me and the reason why it resonates with me because i value mm-hmm. this mm-hmm. and i think this is really helping me understand what i'm willing to accept in my life and what i'm not just because like this is a little bit i'm not saying that numerology and horoscopes and astrology defines who you are but there are some things that are in doubt like you know there are traits that you share with someone else based off of where you guys were positioned on your born mm-hmm. on your birthday there are some traits that you resonate based off of what this this meaning this this number carries so you know dig into it and just be like okay no this is not for me but this is for me and this is for me i accept that this is for me and this is who i am and moving forward now i know how to move right right and i mean like it's just and then you learn more about yourself um your values your your characteristics um and we would like i mean listeners just to bring out into our conversation about values um dodge do you want to start with like what how it, you know how it sparked up your self-care center? yeah how this <laughs> this week um so basically yesterday i just had po- no a few days ago um i posted a picture of some shoes and they were the way shoes, my mind works is like a picture could set me off and like I literally do not have guy problems I don't have a man I don't have a boo but I could go on (laughs) a rant like I got dude problems Mm -hmm. but I made up looking at the shoes and not having the money for them (laughs) right now just had me go off on this rant and I basically just like brought a dude into the situation a guys in general but I was basically just saying how like dudes that want to talk to me or be in my life need to buy me things and on that specific day I was like speaking about those shoes and I was saying how like you can either buy the shoes or you can get blocked it's simple so for me to expand on that based off of your number life path being an eight and it's saying that 
what did it say about materialistic things? It said like some oftentimes you live outside of your means or right. Yeah, and hope don't quote me on this. We might have to cut this part, but let me get this right. What did it say again? It says um, you have a need for success and a strong desire to be recognized for your achievements. This leads you to not feel safe unless you have found a way to establish financial security. And because you are more likely to consider status important, you may be tempted to live above your means. Okay, period. So, one, do you think status, is status something that you value? Um, And does people buying things add to your status to you? Like, I mean, being a person of value is definitely important to me. Um, And... Does somebody buying me things add to my value? Um, so I'm genuinely into shoes and bags and things. I'm into fashion. That's the work I do. I'm a wardrobe stylist. So for me, those are that is something that I'm passionate about and keeping myself together. I shop every day. That's a part of self care for me. Having to have the new something or just wanting it, it makes me happy. If I don't have something new, yeah, I could be stressed out. Or, like, um, buying me a new pair of shoes can be therapeutic for me or it can help me deal with <laughs> something that I'm going through. And it's the truth. So, um, basically, a dude called me superficial for making that post saying, like, you can either buy the shoes or you can get blocked. I was called superficial for that. And I had to explain to him that, no, like, I don't like, I'm not superficial. I just like nice things. So regardless of what it may have been, like if I was a foodie and my whole life was based on food, I would be wanting luxury meals and let's go to these five-star restaurants every whatever because I want to taste all these different dishes. So that just happens to be my vice. Like Mm -hmm. I'm a shopper. That's what I'm into. Mm -hmm. It's funny because... Go ahead, go ahead. Um... Dang, I lost my thought. Sorry. No, because I, I was trying to see, like, do you feel like, you? I think you get you got it right, like, and it kind of aligns with your life path number, which is, like, the concept of success. You want to be successful in this industry, and to be successful in this industry, you got to have I have nice to things. look the part, right? You got to look period. the part. You, you just got, you have to. Right. And, and it is your fiend to be successful, and it just happened that your industry is fashion, but like you just said. Exactly. If my industry was food being a food critic i would have to be able to get into these restaurants and sit at and have a seat at these tables that is what's going to be necessary for me so now sir if you want to have my time and my undivided attention you got to help me get to that point exactly if i was a designer i would probably be showing dudes fabrics that i couldn't afford you know what i mean or the next big sewing machine or whatever it happens to be and i just wanted to give the message to dudes for one that no, it's not girls or me being superficial. Like I said, I just like those nice things. And I wanted to give the message to girls to not be hesitant or like afraid to open your mouth and ask for something because women, we are a gift. And I know like that debate of like 50, 50 dudes always want to talk about like 50, 50 year old, what you doing for me 
or would you buy me things or it's just like do all these years down the line we do not have to keep explaining just like our general nature is all we have so many natural gifts without having to do anything and And i was we appreciate dudes thank y'all for being y'all but there are so many things that like not to be cliche but y'all can't carry a baby and give us a baby we already just naturally have that and then at the end of the day women are natural providers so men right if she cooked for you it does mm-hmm. something. And she ain't even asked you for money from Mrs. Dash or McCormick to season <laughs> that fucking meat. That was something. You feel me? Because you eating good right now. You feel me? You ain't asking Bay to pass the salt right now. Where the salt come from? Like, like. so I, I get where you're coming from. I do feel like that's a very big point that I, I'm going into this world of like tolerance and what you're willing to tolerate and what you're not. And that's why I back to the concept of values and knowing yourself. Mm-hmm. So, Dodge, you would say your value it, you're, you're one of the biggest values that you need a significant other to understand is that you need to be able to help me get to my point of success, which means for buying- me, I need to be compensated for me. Why is I think for me, it's it, it's different in general because I'm a person who enjoys being alone. I'm OK with being alone and I don't really go out to pursue dudes. Mm-hmm. So. Me letting you into my realm is already like I'm already thinking off the rip. Like, okay, what you gonna do for me? So, what are your values? My values are hold on, cause now I gotta um think real quick and separate and values and morals. I gotta separate values and morals. And, and again, <laughs> your values, as in, what are you expecting from your based off of what you know about yourself? What are the things that you are expecting from a significant other to bring to the table? Because it is important to you. It's a priority to you. And it should be, uh, in your head, an exchange. Um, so I value... I'm trying to answer this question, I right? Because I know, like, values, I was just... It's like personal beliefs, right? Mm-hmm. right? So, um, I do like as far as partnership, I do definitely think it's not even 50 50, it's 100 100. Mm-hmm. Um, I do believe that the man is the breadwinner, however, like watching my mom work my entire life, so I know, like, okay. Like, I do have to bring something to the table, and, and, and it's just not like let me rely on this guy for everything, however. Like as far as like ni- liking nice things, we're gonna we're gonna love each other differently. You know what I'm saying? We should love each other with the same um, energy. But you buying me nice things first of my clothes cost way less than men, so there's that. So it's like it's cheaper. It's financially easier for you to buy me things that I want. But so is that what you value? Also, is someone buying you nice things? I think, I, I like nice things. So I it's think just that like, is. It's even, not even. It's outside of it being a value. I think it's just like a a known thing. It's right. not. I, so I've. I right, so I value every respect. girl doesn't want that. Every girl doesn't want. Every that. girl doesn't 
Yeah, every girl, not even one, every girl doesn't require that. Right. And I'm not saying that I require you to buy me nice things. However. And then you have to define what nice things are. So I require that because I'm not dating you and you're not buying me nothing. Okay. But but, everybody's situation is different. But at the same time, it's, it's, you have to be able to, how are you, like, okay. So, all right. But that's why I said it's different, too, because like I said, I could be over here by myself and content, working hard to get across my own stuff off the list. Right. So the fact that you're disrupting my peace and I'm allowing you because, like I said, I didn't pursue you, Mm -hmm. then... I need you. I feel like I could be 100% over here working on getting my stuff for myself. If I'm allowing you to come in, that's pulling me away from what I should be tuned into. Mm-hmm. So then give me a reason for me to be over here. Right. So and then and then I think I see where you're coming from cuz now Dodge, you as you speak right now are in no pursuit of in to be in a relationship. Right. Right. You're like, I'm good homie, over here. If you want me to entertain you, you have to exchange this. There are listeners that we have who are in who are seeking a mutual relationship. Like right. I'm gonna bring you my time and my attention and in exchange, da da da. So my question again to you is now let's talk about Dodge who's ready for a relationship. Dodge who's actually like opening herself up because Granted, you cannot be on your grind. It's not that you cannot, but it's difficult to be on your grind and focus on you personally growing yourself, your brand, and be in a relationship at the same time. There are times women don't don't be um, afraid to be like, right now, I cannot date. Mm -hmm. I cannot date right now because guess what? I got grad school. I cannot date right now because I got... You know, I'm trying to build my brand. I cannot date because I'm trying to get this project off of the ground. I love that you're saying that because some I literally say that to people and to dudes like I don't date. And I don't think they understand that 100 percent you could be telling the truth sometimes like nah i just don't Don't date and sometimes they be acting like you saying something so far filled you speaking a different language like what you don't (laughs) date no i don't date like i don't have the because guys just be so caught up thinking every girl wants them and needs them like no no and it's not like bruh this ain't doing nothing for me and then because my mind is so not looking for love or whatever niggas just be bringing beef to the table they right it's just drama that's why guys to me and oh, it's I wasn't not... talking about that kind of beef but okay that's cool too oh well no I don't <laughs> have beef at all you I was, was talking... saying like guys just bring beef like, the money literally, no their peace like all they bring to the table is sex half the time like oh that's oh, like, I'm good on that. like me <laughs> me <laughs> I don't know I feel like they they're to me energy disruptors and I would love it's to find a no that's what it, I'm about to say yeah. not all of them and clearly I ain't found one that ain't disrupted yeah. my energy yet but so I would love to I would love a man to come and be not an energy right. disruptor and then maybe I won't be on him about getting me something because then I feel like he's a peace of mind for me and then that's something that mm. I can take then but for somebody who if you ain't feeding my soul you're gonna be feeding something you're gonna be feeding this closet you're gonna be feeding something <laughs> if you over here but like maybe if you feeding my soul and you rubbing my back and you talking to me you putting me on you helping me I might not you know I might take that that knowledge that that mind you got I might take that for them shoes instead but if you're not here and you just bother me 
So you okay, we 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 gonna get back to feeding yeah. your soul. But I do feel like you. What's clear here is that, Dodge, you're not in no. You you have no aspiration to be in a relationship right now. Therefore, nope. And even if I did, I still want nice things. Period. Okay, so you got that nice money. <laughs> and then Ivy, with, with what is your values? Ivy, you still haven't so, been able to say like. Like, what's you know, my value? So, like, as far as in a relationship or just in life? In a relationship so specifically, in a re- but you could go into broad. So, as in a relationship, I definitely value, like, loyalty, trust, um, stability. Like, that's just, and that goes with, I mean, into financial stuff. Like, before, I need to be able to see that you can take care of yourself. Like, I am not dating no guy that can't take care of himself because you can't take care of me. And... To me, like, how I take care of my man is, like, if I'm not able to provide financially, like, you'll never go hungry. I always make sure you got something to eat. Um, men, they they really like going to doctors. So I'll be that person that's making sure, like, did you go to the doctor? How's your body? How's your mental? Like, I feel like I kind of, like, provide more of, like, that emotional aspect. And, mm-hmm. and that's and what I value. Exchange you. In exchange. But I, I do value someone that is very responsible. Someone's a leader. Um that's important to me. Like I'm very strong, but I need a strong man as well. Um, and friendship, trust, time. Like it's, it's so many things like other than just money, but you have to have that. Like, so how, but just to play. Like, okay. If you ask your dude to buy you a pair of shoes and he say no, or he look at you. I need a reason. Why are you going to be looking like, like, is that going to be an issue? It is right. It, it, It'll be an issue. Don't push that on right. her. <laughs> Let her on her. It depends. Like, if I say, hey, babe, can you get these <clears> shoes? <throat> like, I, I'd rather the man just buy the shoes instead of me asking. Mm. That's my thing. Like, and that's kind of like what, like, even in my relationship I'm now, like, I feel like I never, I never really have to ask because he knows. Like, mm. I, I want someone that's going to take the initiative. Like, I know my girl. Like, if I if Dodge, say if a guy is dating you, oh, I know that Dodge likes, like, would like these shoes. Let me buy them. You mm-hmm. get what I'm saying? Like, I always want to be able to buy them myself, but I don't want to always feel the need that I have to ask. Like, you should just want to do. Right, of course not. But if it's a specific something And, and that if you I say, want. like, hey, can you... I mean, can you do this for me? And he'd be like, "Oh no!" Like, uh, I, like yeah, that's gonna be a problem because it's just like, what do you mean? Like, are you not fed? <laughs> are you not mentally stable? Yeah. Like, what? Like, but sometimes, like, I, I'm also willing to really struggle with a guy mm-hmm. on a sense of we both trying to get it. Like, you, I'm not, I'm not in a position where I can be like, "Oh, you gotta have this, this, and that," and I don't. Like, I like that because I can't. Struggle with the and guy. I love you and for knowing no, it's not funny. Yeah, yeah I, I love cannot you because struggle. you can't buy the latest Jordans for that no nigga. Yeah, but yeah. you also are not looking for a nigga to have to. Excuse me, you're not looking for a man. I'm not using that word. <laughs> to you're not looking for a man right now, so you don't you don't need that. You know you don't have the budget for no J's. Right, right. So it's just like accept. I mean, it, but I say I say struggle lightly. <clears throat> like you can't be just like. You know, super broke and, and not trying to make it happen. Like, you ha- I mean, you got to just, you got to be okay, okay, and just trying to get to the bag and really, like, making sure you're straight, I'm straight, right? we straight. I like, ain't perfect and when it comes to that um, because I didn't see that. I didn't see something. I didn't see, like, a couple being built up together and yeah, I just, see their success story together. I always, like... 
then here goes that word superficial. But I I always kind of just lived like I really placed myself in Hollywood as a young <laughs> child and always just saw myself being successful and knowing that there was no other option, that that's how I live my everyday life. And mm. that's just how things are applied to life. So whenever I thought of a man, I always compared him to celebrities and what those girls are getting to the rich men. And I just always felt like, oh, you got to do this and like, so that's why I say I'm not perfect. And, it's, and again, I don't... it's back to your path number that you see your success so right. much. Yes. That you don't care where you are. That person is supposed to meet you. Right. They're supposed to be at the top of the hillside. Exactly. With, no matter the fact that you still climbing up. Exactly. You know what I mean? The funny part, though, is like when I was dating, like before I got a boyfriend, I I was like, like, if I was just dating you, like, and you was just in my life, that's bro. That's also true. Like, that's, that's, that's the weird thing. Like, if you're not my boyfriend, bro. Can you give me this? Oh, you can't? Okay, I'm going to see you later. Right. You know what I'm right. saying? So it's all different. It's di- like, I yeah. have a guy like right now who is somebody who I'm like very, very close to. And mm-hmm. I don't want to call him when we were like dealing with each other. He wasn't my boyfriend, but he was my man. <laughs> <laughs> Funny. He was, he, yeah, he wasn't my boyfriend. He was my man. And now he's kind of back around. But we just cool. We just taking things slow or whatever. But um, definitely with him, like, I still ask for stuff. Like, I'm still like, nah, I need this. I, mm-hmm. What you going to do to get it? But there are times, right, like, if he don't got it or whatever, I'd be like, he's all right. Like, or if he I mean, like, yeah, let me, like, whatever. Like, even, so it's different. So but. for me, like, um, when it comes to, like, values i am not you know i had said a couple episodes ago don't don't go be in a relationship if you're broke and I, i'm gonna stand by that it's actually the very first time i've ever said that because you know i'm a, I'm a sucker for a good project you mm-hmm. feel me see if someone, you got an issue mm, with me shoot mm. your fade right now I'm okay. <laughs> but, <laughs> you feel me like so and, and it's just and it's like men women don't matter like i have a very nourishing heart where like I literally you be have, ready to take people in. I t- I not be ready. I have I have receipts. I can call. There should be re- Yelp reviews on the Resni Shelter. Like dead ass. So you understand? Like it's that. It's, it's well, I know where to go when I ain't got nowhere <laughs> to go. Not anymore because I'm becoming a whole new woman. <laughs> well, and at this point in my in my life, I have to after all this like setbacks and like realizing that okay, I'm fucking the same because I'm doing the same thing over and again. I'm finding you know, these situations, I find myself in these same situations over and over again. I have to value the concept of this person needs to be able to uh, provide for themselves wholly before I come into the picture. I value that. Again, back to my life path number being a seven and me having to understand the balance between my intellect and my psychic. Like, I, I have to understand that intellectually, I could bring certain things to the table. Mentally, I could bring certain things to the table. That don't mean that everybody deserves what I could bring to the table. Mm-hmm. So I do value someone who has a sense of stability in their lives that they can provide for themselves. And I don't ask for much. I don't ask for... I barely know any brand labels. You want to treat me good? Right. Take me to a vintage shop. Take me to a thrift store and give me $100 so I can ball the fuck out. Like, my nigga, I'll have clothes yes, for three seasons. Three motherfucking seasons. I'm leaving with bags. <laughs> yes. Meet me at Unique on a Monday with a yes, 50% discount. Honey. Meet me there. Like, Tell I you. don't even... 
Give me twenty dollars so I can go to the hair store and I can buy me some shea butter and some coconut oil and some clip on earrings. That makes my day. Like yes. I don't need anything. Like I don't need nothing big. But I do. No, I want diamonds. I be wanting so much. I, I, no, I'm sorry. It's every category of life, I want some. Every store I could go in, mm. crazy, and that's so. Sad. But again, it's I what you so value. I value. I value again this concept of me stepping into like my mental stability and understanding that I have intuition. So I value somebody who is going to capitalize on health and wellness. Let's go to a yoga studio together. Let's Mm. go to a meditation class together. I need to go do that. That's what I value. I don't, you, you don't have to, you have to be able to swipe on the Metro. You could, you can make it. You got your weekly, you got your monthly. Okay, cool. All right. So let's go here. Let's go there. Those are the things that are like really big. And I appreciate that we did the numerology first so that, okay, I understand myself and I understand that my life path number says that I'm living in these in between worlds. Cause sometimes I am caught up in my head and I live in a whole different world, like where the sky is pink and pigs (laughs) fly, like res being her world. So I value someone who understands that and capitalize on health and wellness. And it's like, you know what? I'm dealing with a girl who's emotional. She's grounded. I have to have patience for her. So that's why I'm going to buy her shea butter because today she wants to glow. That's her only objective right now is that she wants to feel moisturized because mentally she's elsewhere. I'm going to get her some lavender oil so that she can find some peace within herself because I know she's battling demons in her mind. Mm -hmm. Those are the things. That... Lavender oil shouldn't run you much, sis. That's true. It should not run you much, but those are the things that I value, mm. you know? So Just thoughtful, yeah, like thoughtfulness, consideration, like different things. Like, I, I think I said this on nice. a couple episodes back, but our, our <laughs> oh, R. Kelly, R. Kelly. Um, Steve Harvey him. said, do not give yeah. a guy a map to your, a roadmap to your heart. Like, don't just say like, "Hey, I like flowers," because that's all you're gonna get. That because he knows. Yeah. Say that's like, why you know, date because they. I feel like they all need he, the map. So he was saying like, you know, tell a guy like, you know, you like they you like being you like you like when he's thoughtful. You like a guy that's thoughtful. You like a guy that's like spontaneous because it causes them and forces them to like really figure out how to be those things instead of saying like, "Hey, she likes flowers." So. I'm going to give her flowers. You know what I'm saying? Because it's, it's more than just flowers. Like, being thoughtful is more than just opening the door for me. Being thoughtful is, again, like, I know Rez is having, you know, battling some stuff. So, let me get... That's being thoughtful. Right. That's taking me into consideration. Being thoughtful is knowing you coming over in the morning. Bring breakfast. Yeah, Bring pancakes. You feel don't, me? Don't... Being yeah. thoughtful is not coming over... <laughs> And every time talking about you thirsty, do you got anything to drink? But you ain't never bought a damn gallon of water or nothing to drink in this house. Don't come over here asking, do I got something to drink? Please no. I'm going to say, did you bring anything to drink? <laughs> <laughs> and, that's, and, then, and that is a life mood. That is. Did and you- I, I want to end this Get Free uh, segment on understanding what you can tolerate. And Dodge... Listen, if you cannot tolerate somebody who cannot nourish your closet Honey, or nourish I your don't soul, tolerate it. And, and you can expand on what nourishing your soul is because I don't feel like you really were able to expand on that. Don't do it. Like, I just went over, she's she's not black, but her name is Amy, um, and she has a YouTube channel that I freaking love, and uh, she was going over, like, the concept of tolerance, because at the women, we always tolerate, we tolerate men 
and or women or people who want to be non-binary um, that have like 80% of it all together, but then that 20% is just shitty as fuck. And you're like, nah, I could deal with it. No, it's okay. He don't throw away the trash or it's okay that she want to run around all night. Like it don't matter. You understand? Um, but you don't. And I think we, we need to um, deprogram ourselves to understand that if there is something that in your mate that you don't like, you address it straightforward. Straightforward. And if they feel like they cannot make that change for you, you bounce. It's going to hurt. It's going to hurt like shit. But bounce. Get your shit and fucking go. Tell them, oh, it's over. It's good. We got, okay, go. And then go. Don't talk. Once the relationship's over, you don't owe them an explanation. At all. You don't have to explain your moves. You don't have to give any fucks. All the fucks were already given, and they ran out once the person said that they wasn't going to change for you. So then dip. Mm-hmm. So, you know, that's just, as we talk about who you are as a person, understanding your values. Also understand that you should not push your values aside mm-hmm. just for somebody to tolerate somebody else's bullshit. Mm-hmm. And sometimes you got to step away too to get a clear view of what your values are because that's another reason why I kind of stepped away from dating because I kept seeing like a, a repetition of patterns in the same situation. So I was like, okay, I'm clearly the common ground here. Like this is my story. And mm-hmm. if I'm seeing the same shit, I was like, I need to check myself. That's one thing that I'm never afraid to do. I, I check, check yourself before I wreck myself. <laughs> Like I check in because even that I w- I was open to accept the fact that it was like all right, girl, it's something that you doing wrong in mm-hmm. these relationships that is making these dudes treat you this way, or the fact that you still single, you ain't found no boy, you ain't had a boyfriend the whole time you live here in New York City, or just whatever, or if you just see the pattern of them just wanting sex, or the, just whatever, it's like it's something that you putting out, and I I was okay with stepping back to like ponder on certain relationships, take out things that were good, take out the things that were bad, try to create the patterns and then realize like okay boom take this time to yourself work on these things because I also had to be like yeah you expecting this perfect old man then you need to be have yourself together too because that could be the reason why you not getting this perfect old man because you just that's like a dead prayer kind of almost like you just asking for something but you're not working on yourself like that's not fair and I never want to be unfair because I complain about dudes so I wouldn't want nobody complaining about me so it was just like I had to step out take a look like I now know that I now know that material things aren't the only thing that I need like it's definitely a requirement (laughs) but also Wait. What is these soul things? What what is so? That's what I was gonna soul? say. Like so, is the point of that? Like I know for me specifically, I kind of go for the wrong dudes because the visual aspect of life is just so important to me. Like the perfect picture, I and I just right, and I just always, I think that I always thought and assumed that the pic- the perfect picture that I painted in my head was 
supposed to be how it was supposed to be and that it was just going to fall like that mm. without there being no mistakes or like, no, you are supposed to be with this um perfect looking swagged out dude with the change because that's just right. Mm-hmm. No, that was written for you. You won't have to learn to not want that and want the soulful woke dude because no, it was written that you'll be okay with that rapper Mm-hmm. looking dude or whatever so i had to step back and realize like okay maybe you is going for the wrong dudes because visually i always see a dude and if he looks like my perfect my perfect picture dude like how i told y'all when i said when i'm at the restaurant and my husband come late when he walk in they just know that that's my husband because visually he just looks so appealing like how i did when i walked in and they just know we together i had to step back and be like girl but that don't mean that that's that's who should be for you like right. those dudes clearly like he's late dodge if those <laughs> he's dudes, late <laughs> yeah he's late and dodge if these are the same type of dudes that you've been going to and that's that was what made you want him was because you've seen him and you liked his face and his outfit like okay duh that's the first step you gotta like the face and the outfit mm-hmm. but if that was just like the main basis yeah and how was you so open and wanting somebody so bad that you didn't even know mm-hmm. you just they just looked so good to you and they just fit so good like in that puzzle without mm. no mattering mattering what like kind of family we all, and I think we as all, we grow up, we, we start did, but I'm still right. I have realized it, thank God, but I'm still having to adjust. It adjust, and now what I have to figure out is, well, damn, who is the man that mm-hmm. I want? How does how who is he? Not how who he is looks, he? Yeah. right? Because now I don't. I he? might not. Because now that man, I'm still building, and I don't know who that man is because before he was now he has to be a reflection of who you really are right and not how you really look right so we working on it okay. <laughs> like, yes. and again and now but i always say uh dodge i love the fact that your tolerance like i you have a very low tolerance for bullshit and i think <clears throat> that is something that i want you to hold on to Despite what critics may say, if it is important that this person is able to purchase something for you, then that's just what it is. Period. Right. That's just because that's important for you. It ain't important for me. Well, I, I want you to buy something for me, but it don't got to be boots. Like I said, it could be shea butter, essential oils. You feel me? Incense. Right. You know, and you know, and when I was thinking about that too, I was like, that's kind of one of my ideas not to um bring up Kanye or agree with anything, then we could kind of move on to him. But we can kind of talking about me expressing that is kind of like one of my ways of having free thought and how he was saying how people aren't allowed to basically think how they want or everybody think it's one way like it's not okay for somebody to label me a certain thing or call me superficial or say something because I demand something or have my own requirement like and that is one of the problems with society like you can't judge somebody else you can't judge a person's requirement like you could simply agree or disagree and keep it moving but you cannot like try to judge people try to tell people how to do them because then, right, then people aren't free thought and it's robots. Mm-hmm. And then 
Can I tap into that? About yeah. Ivy, go ahead. No. no, what I was going to say is, but we also have to, just like we're talking about our values, we have to also make sure that we're respecting other people's. Like, yes. I'm not going to front. It wasn't until this relationship that I realized that I'm so selfish. Like, Ivy wants what Ivy wants. I don't care how you feel right now. I'm in need. Tend to my needs. And every guy just kind of like, they were strong, but strong in a way that not strong with defending themselves, just strong as far as like the persona outside. Mm. That now that I'm with a strong guy, I'm like, was every guy dated weak? Did I walk all over these men? Like, and he's he's very vocal on listen, like I like just like I tend to you, like this is what I like. This is this is and and I had to really learn. I'm still learning how to now like not when I'm when I'm annoyed, not hang up the phone because he doesn't like you know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. that's something when I'm mad, I just hang up. He's on some this is what I'm not going to tolerate. And it's just kinda dope that I never for once stepped out of myself. Like besides the whole let me make sure he ate and let me make sure like he, you know, like, oh babe, how's your day? But as far as like how I treat him and as far as his own opinions and making sure that his voice is being heard. Like, cause I don't listen. I never did listen mm. in school and, and like with my parents that now it's just like, okay, like I had to really sit back and be like, Ivy, you've been a star of your own life, but if you're going to share mm. this journey with someone, like you have to allow them to be able to be vote. And you have to actually listen to their wants and their needs. You know what I'm saying? Like, I just knew this is, I mean, like from looking at how my, how women treat my dad I know that feed the guy you know like I know the basic things that like I never thought that on a an emotional level they needed stuff mm-hmm. so that's and another that, thing to be aware of and just to end and wrap up this get free moment uh segment which is you know 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 thyself right. then you'll know your values and then you'll understand what you're willing to What you're not willing to tolerate and what you are willing to accept. Mm -hmm. So there's two different things. And um, the YouTube is Amy Young. um, And she was under, she has an extensive blog where it talks about like what you're willing to accept, which is stuff that like subconsciously you accept, but to tolerate something, meaning that you don't accept it, but you're dealing with it anyways. And it's not, that doesn't work for much longer. Right. Either it transitions into something that you end up loving or you walk away from that person. But I do appreciate that you're with somebody who is clear in his communication as a man to say, this is what I I will not tolerate. This is what I am going to accept. Mm -hmm. And we all have to have that. And if anybody listening has some issues with whoever your significant other is, make that list. Ask your significant other to make that list. What are you willing to accept? What are you willing to tolerate? Mm -hmm. This is after, of course, you figured out who you are and what you value, right? Know thyself. Understand your value. You get that list. Y'all do a smiley face, sad face, a green light, a a red light. Mm -hmm. And y'all come to that conclusion because there's no reason... For you to be thinking that you're gonna have and a long term relationship, right. tolerant and be as, and you have and like, but like you said, it's so important for before you even get into a relationship, you have to know who you are. Yep. Because like, it's just it's just so easy to get lost. So it's so easy to get molded. So. You get what I'm saying when you. 
I will quote Kanye before we get into this Kanye. No, we about to get on a serious note. On a serious note. But I appreciated this quote from the interview when he was just like, when you are around people who act like they don't know who you are, you will forget who you are. And Mm. that goes in all aspects of life, relationships, friendships, work, everything. Like you must know and have a true sense of identity and true sense of self so that like, you know, like I feel like when you know who you are, it's Life is already hard to handle, but it, you have a better grasp, like, on it. You know what I'm saying? Like, you just you just kind of avoid a lot of roi- roadblocks knowing who you are. Yeah, you, you do. Again, don't so, don't and, try to jump into nothing if you don't know who you and are. Don't and don't be ashamed of not knowing who you are. Just make sure you're working to know who you are. Yeah, play your cards right and you can play with a player. Yeah, run my city and my state, I'm the mayor. High Scotty Pippin' shoes, I be in the air. If she got a body like Buffy, I'm a slayer. Last time I checked, I was still high demand. Last song I dropped, let them know I'm the man. When I pull up, they like, here we go, not again. Rock and roll show, need a whole lot of bands. Party in my tampies, make my make my sappies. Hate we take that lightly. Cause I guarantee my check got me so you can't find me. Oh, no one designed me for that paper. Turn your ass to Oregon. Body shit, I mean. Yeah, so on a serious note, and to go back to Kanye West and all this uproar he's been calling, causing all this uproar he's been causing in the media. Um, I got a chance to actually watch the interviews and I was like super duper turned off from Kanye West as far as what he was tweeting. And it was sad because I was I'm so loyal to Kanye West and I was always like during these past years when we kind of lost him, I was kind of just like, uh, he'll be back. He he just going through something. He'll be back. But I always 100 percent supported him. But there are things now that it's just like. I don't, I'm not, he don't, he's not being genuine to me. And that's just something that I don't rock with. Like, if I feel like you being genuine, then I don't have a choice but to just, I don't have to agree. But like I said, I will accept you for being genuine. But when I just feel like you just trying to make fun of people and mm-hmm. um, get some type of reaction out of people, then well, I just have think, to step so, away. And so you, you think that look he's like trolling. a clown to me. Yeah, basically trolling. So that's how I felt at first and I was kind of turned off. Now, when I watched the actual interview, um, I didn't watch the Charlemagne one yet, but I did watch the TMZ one. Um, what I'll say is mm, I'm still not 100% back on Kanye West side. The one thing that I did take away from it was I understand what he's saying about right. free thinking and he just want everybody to let him do him basically. Like if he want to feel some type of way, if he want to support Trump, if he want to like the, the MAGA hat, let him do him. I mean, okay. So from Kanye West, I feel like it, we can take good points and bad points or whatever, but the, the bottom line is Kanye is not a dumb man at all. At all. At all. So the, the what just been annoying to me is when he's just trying to say, like, but I mean, but I mean, what I meant, what I meant, like, Kanye, you are very expressive. You know how to communicate and exactly. articulate your thoughts very well. You knew. So part of me, I agree. Part of me feel like you were trolling saying certain things. 
but he made a lot of good points. You know what I'm saying? He made right. he made a lot of good points, but he's also said some like the whole slavery was a choice. Like that that would have of course set everyone off. Right. Um, I'm gonna just start quick with like what I did like that he said, and I or from the Charlemagne interview. I didn't really watch the TMZ interview; I only got the clips. But from the Charlemagne interview, I appreciated that he is so on. Um, he's focused on like just kind of like building our future. Like so, he was saying like, which I agree that at, we're always being reminded about slavery. We're like not. Say, he's like you know like that's always the conversation. They don't want us to talk about like building our communities. They don't want us to talk about um, like just like building like just in generating like what's the word like just the generational Gener- wealth. Generational wealth. Um, and I and I understood. He was just like you know like we put Harriet Tubman on a twenty dollar bill. It's like okay, this lady she she was a revolutionary. Yeah, she freed a thousand like you know a thousand slaves. But when are we gonna not talk about slavery? Right. He was I've like, you know what I'm saying? So too, like, and people may may not like that he's saying it because it's just like that is so much of our history. Like slavery is a big part of our history. It's really what all we know in in this country. You know what I'm saying for Black people. So I get I get how it can be hard to detach from that and really just think of us in the in the future where slavery was a thing of the past because black people have grown and raised like right. and we've created it's like if it's constantly being taught in schools that like so it's like you know feel like white people are supreme if we're constantly being taught that that's how it always was right um and i do appreciate the fact that he is like talking about free like it's nothing wrong with having your own opinion your own thought like i'm here for free thinking what Kanye West is not understanding is he's aligning free thinking with someone that's clearly oppressing with ruffling his feathers, ruffling his people. Like at the end of the day, Kanye, like we fell in love off of college dropout. We fell in love off of late registration and, and graduation where you were really talking about the, the struggles of being a black man in this country and mm. the struggles of you know, like he gave us a glimpse of hope. So for you to forget where you came from, and that's exactly what I think is happening. Like you forgot where you came from, mm-hmm. and because you're—I mean, he did lose the only one person that kept him grounded, which was his mom. Um, and he's surrounded by culture vultures, like the Kardashians are culture vultures. Regardless if Kim is a good wife or not, uh, you really forgot kind of like you know who you are, who your people are, who your your target audience is who your fan base is um and you can't do that like that's just kind of and and i don't ever want to put it on like he didn't know because again kaya is a very smart man he is a genius like he He, he's very you know what's up he also made the point to kind of trying to defend why he has been like hanging out with trump by saying that we're not going to overcome hate with hate. Yeah. So basically us continuously saying, fuck Trump, I hate Trump. That isn't going to, oh, that isn't going to get us a different result. Doing the same thing isn't going to give us a different result. So Mm -hmm. how about we try, you know, getting close with him, making a friend with him so that maybe somebody from our side can be a voice for us um so i could kind of understand that but then it's just like but stop trolling 
I, I um so I watched every single one of mm-hmm. those interviews. The T, even Ti on the Breakfast Club, and y'all know I like last time we was talking about Kanye listeners. Mm-hmm. I was kind of like yeah yeah yeah, but da-da-da. I was giving him the benefit of the doubt because I was just like one waiting for a social media strategist to come out with the statistics that shows that he tweets right before releasing product and right. or music. Um, I'm still waiting. And uh, two, I was just like, let him vent. You know, Twitter's all about microblogging. I was kind of happy to hear him because he had went dark mm-hmm. for so long. After listening to the Charlemagne interview, I realized, one, the boy is broken. Okay. Two, he beat in his feels. And he I is a, a hurt black man who admitted uh, via YouTube, I be in my feels, yo. That was the most touching part. I felt like he was stripped naked. I didn't realize how nervous he was. If you pay attention to the Charlemagne interview, he's tapping his foot mm-hmm. at a point. And he's like, I'm nervous right now. Like, he's dead ass nervous. He's broken because, stop, like, yeah, the Kardashians are vulture cultures, but he he committed to this woman. I don't know how right. this dynamics of the relationship. And she was in a, a, a predicament where she almost lost her life, but yet got jewelry stolen right. from her. That was a lot. He was in New York, right. Summer Jam, for, you know. Well, yeah, he was. He was. On he was floor. on stage, like, oh, I gotta go. Mm-hmm. And we dragged him. Well, not we, but they dragged him for that. So you like, know, so that's he a, definitely made that. That's a points. big point in his life. So that that happened to his wife. What if his kids was involved with that? Mm-hmm. Like you're saying, he's a father now, and then he already lost somebody who was so close to him. He talked about when he had to be hospitalized. Going on the on the, on the Garney and like having his friends because his wife wasn't by and he was like don't don't leave me don't leave me but then there's a point where they have to leave him. Kanye has accepted the fact that he's a highly sensitive person. I'm a highly sensitive person. Mm-hmm. Hence to my path number. Back to this number seven. I am an emotional person. I don't like that. I don't like the fact that I cry. Even Disney movies. You want me to cry? Fucking play a Disney movie. Bambi ass, bitch yeah, ass. Where's Bambi's mom? Too. Like you're saying, like I'm that. He's he's accepted. Like yeah, I'm a black man. I'm highly sensitive. But the trolling concept, I do kind of see that, and I think mm-hmm. it's not intentional. I I think God was like Kanye's not gonna leave this building without being set right. Like, mm-hmm. because that f- slavery was a motherfucking choice. Yeah. Wait, M- who you said, Van? Van, sorry, Van yeah, Lance. He, That's his last name, right? Van sorry, Lan- yeah. I missed I it I thought out. it was Van Lathan. No, is it Van Lance or Van Lathan? Please don't quote me. Let's edit this out if I'm wrong. <laughs> Please. I thought it was Van Lance. Maybe it is. Lathan. And it could be because I it's was Van Lathan. Okay, okay, sorry. Van Lathan. Let me go back. Let me go back. Um. So... I do feel like he's trolling a little bit because, like, he's so far removed from society. Mm-hmm. You like the concept of Trump. You don't know his policies. Even mm-hmm. T.I. was like, yeah, I, I, he doesn't. Charlemagne was like, yeah, he doesn't even understand what the travel ban is. You like the fact that this underdog was able to defeat the odds, which is what you've done all your life, all your mm-hmm. career. That does not mean you can sit there and be like... Slavery was a choice, sir, right. because sad to say it was not one, two. There are many other uh, cultures that have dealt with some sort of gentrification, okay, uh, ge- genocide. Gonna say all of y'all, all of y'all was here for 400 years. <laughs> 400 years. All of y'all. All of y'all. Yeah, y'all all was just here. Yes. 
Yes, we were all here and fighting so back to the best of our ability. I know he truly felt like I could see him just sitting here with us talking like, like y'all, y'all, y'all all stay. Because Kanye <laughs> like, being Kanye, who loves Kanye, if he was a slave in 18, you know, 45 or whatever, mm-hmm. that nigga wasn't, wasn't going to be paying Kanye. He would have been off the plantation like right. I'm, I'm out this. Kanye would have been our Kunta. You mm-hmm. feel me? Like he would have had his leg cut off or whatever because he is so, his, you know, my mama, even in the uh, Charlemagne interview, my mama, my mama taught me this and I know, you know, I after, know I posted a clip where he was saying like, my mom told me like, I am the best. You exactly. know what I'm saying? So, and that, I thought it was so amazing to watch him admit that he lost his confidence because Kanye without confidence like that. So let's just do a quick yeah. little moment of silence for Don West because. Yeah. I hope she she's okay looking at her child. I know she's probably concerned, but it's not even. But what the reality is, she did the best that she could do to raise mm-hmm. that boy to have confidence to the point where he's like, "Yeah, I'm gonna talk about Jesus on this song. I'm gonna put this on my album, and it's for the rock." And that shit played. Mm-hmm. Niggas was singing Jesus, Jesus rock walks. in the choir. Right. Like, come on! And for Ti to admit, like, yeah, I thought that was weird, but guess what? That guess what? Look at the acclimates he made. Mm-hmm. Kanye came into the industry when baggy pants and jerseys was the shit, and he had a polo t-shirt right. and a backpack, backpack. and defined the game. So you can't. Is he trolling or is he getting his cape back? Is he putting that, you know, cape back? And he's looking at people like, look at this man who was a reality TV star becoming the president yeah, of the United who, and States, and he was a hip hop. Um, like people, that's and that's another thing that I think that people forget. Before Donald Trump was president, he was celebrated in hip hop. Rappers loved him. Can you name a couple lines? Cause I don't. Okay, I so don't I'm I'm gonna yeah, bring it I up. I remember when he said that, but Donald, I don't. Remember, I can't think of any. I feel like they talk to. about what's that other rich man? Um, Jeezy said use him a lot. Um, Ti said it in his. His verse, even I believe Hove, but don't quote me on Hove. But I know for sure Ti used Donald Trump in his verses. Um, I okay. know Jeezy used him, and like he was, there was he was always like he was Donald Trump was always the guy like who they had money like oh we had money with the hoods Donald Trump uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh. so rappers liked him prior to him being president. Because, again, of his ability to make money, exactly. flip property. But now we're just seeing who he really is. So, But and but for Kanye, Kanye sees that dragon energy. I, I, and please, listeners, if someone can email me and define what a dragon energy is. <laughs> I, I'm learning how to. Maybe I got dragon energy. I don't right. know. You know? But it's like, you know, I, I'm seeing that. And I, going Vicious back to land. To, my hood call me Donald Trump. The type of nigga to count my money while I smoke a blunt. <laughs> Who's this? Jeezy. Jeezy. Um, I, I also feel like Van Lathan was a guardian angel t- to make sure that Kanye did not leave that building with that thought and that concept like, yeah, slavery was wasn't something. Short. He needed somebody because he had a look on his face like he was taking that shit in. Even though after he said what he said, he was still acting crazy. Talking mm-hmm. about, even though I think you want to fight me, I think you want to fight. Me. I was like, yo, something is really wrong with this dude. Yeah, and you know, um, I feel like then Ebro said 
called on women of color to hug him. Yeah, and that's that was my thing. Stop calling on women of color to freaking solve the issues. Like Ebro, like oh, but you don't want to buy a shit. Okay, go ahead. But you right because Ebro had tweeted basically saying like you know maybe can can. A uh, sister basically like hug him because black women's hugs are life changing and, and and that's cool and all, but no, like how about y'all hold this man, mm-hmm. this black man accountable? Which other rappers have been doing, so I appreciate to y'all. I appreciate people that have been speaking. And, out. Uh, who else? Um, what's his name? John Legend. John Legend. John Legend Chris I appreciate Brown. J Cole. Jake. Oh, J Cole. Did we this, talk about J Cole's album? Yeah, we did. But oh, this amazing. network of black men in hip hop who are trying to surround themselves around the brother Kanye, right. I empower you. Okay, I empower Hello. you, Van. I empower you to, to hear Ti's interview to be like, I yeah, have to listen to it. No, it was good. It, he had this I, he's nice so little Louis Vuitton. Oh, girl, he he's a fine man. Nice little Louis Vuitton jacket I wanted Dodge to see because it was mad cute. His, he had a nice little outfit on. But on the Breakfast Club, he was really like showing, giving us insight on how the song came together, mm-hmm. and just like how he's like, yeah, he's he's hurt. Mm-hmm. He's hurt. He was like, I never knew he had a phone. Now he texts me every day. <laughs> he calls me every day. And I'm like, yo, Kanye, who are you able to vent to? Like, you've been shut in so much. Like, are you able to vent to your wife like this? Like, mm-hmm. are you able to, you know, um, it, you know, did you, Hell no. you kind of lost your, it, was Jay your friend that well? Like, did you really, really lose mm-hmm. him? Even with the concept of the wedding and him not showing up, mm-hmm. him and his wife, Jay-Z and Beyonce not showing up to the wedding and, I feel like it showed that Beyonce was lemonading during that time. I'm, I'm yeah. trying to correlate some calendars right. and years to see <laughs> what was really going on, y'all. We'll, the Beehive, <laughs> we going to tune in. Right, because once, once he said, you know, they was going through their own thing, I was like, okay, wait. So what? Kim and Kanye got married when? Uh, what year? Was what? this the year of the Met Gala? <laughs> like, like, Hold on. And oh, shout out oh. Met Gala today. I was literally like, I had so much hope to go to the Met Gala No, today. it's tomorrow. It's tomorrow. It's on a it's Monday? It's the 7th. Tomorrow, yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. If I could find me a nice little thrift clothes dress like, and show up there, I would. I don't get, they all be looking like rags anyway. They be having a whole bunch of prints <laughs> on. No, what I love this this year, the theme is um Sunday. Sunday's best. So, well, oh, no, shit. it's not Sunday's best. It's basically it like no damn Sunday best, it's, right? It's like, like Sunday service, something in that. Um, the theme is like kind of like paying Sunday mass to, to Catholic, and the Catholic Catholic and, 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 the cathedral and like church cathedral or something like that. So, so you know, black people took it as Sunday's best, right? So yeah. I'm curious. excited to see. Uh, and and Rihanna's hosting along with, of course, um, Anna Wintour. Have and y'all seen Savage? This I uh, lingerie. Savage. First of all, carefree black girl moment. Freaking Rihanna. Savage, including plus size, mm-hmm. lingerie. Rihanna, mm-hmm. I tip my motherfucking hat to you. I love you more as a businesswoman than an artist. I, I hate to say that, but I loved Anti. But as a businesswoman, I am very appreciating for me to see Savage show different body types and show, like, I still am a beast in the bed. I'm still motherfucking sexy. Yes. I seen one with the girl with the thighs. Yes. I don't know if y'all know. I got a thing for thighs. <laughs> Shit look buttery. It's like, girl, like I'm sorry, they look buttery. I'm sorry, the gayness. But um, <laughs> I just I I feel like we should have put that on Carefree Black Girl moment. Rihanna and her um Savage Fenty lingerie line, which so, comes out in like three days, four days. I'm excited. Mm-hmm. Shout out to all that cute Fenty stuff. Well. 
Um, That's a wrap for this week. Thank y'all for tuning in. Until next time. Yes. Um, I'm pretty sure this is going to air before. Yeah, it should air before our festival. So you guys still have time. Probably like a day or two left to RSVP, um, which you can find the link on the Instagram Carefree Black Girl underscore Inc. And definitely RSVP to the Carefree Black Girl Festival in Atlanta this Saturday, May 12th. It's the first stop on the Carefree Black Girl Tour. I'm super excited. Um, We've already gotten a lot of responses, so it's going to be a huge event. Lots of fun. You get to meet us if you're in Atlanta. Make sure to donate to our Patreon. Definitely. Um, It's patreon.com slash carefree black girl and follow us of course on all social platforms twitter cfbg pod instagram again with dodge said carefree black girl underscore inc and our website carefreeblackgirl.com but the girl is spelled g-r-l okay okay um so that's a wrap y'all keep kanye in your prayers and um yes remember to know yourself capitalize on your values Mm -hmm. and know what to accept and what not to tolerate hello this is ivy this is Dash. And this is Rose. Have a good night. Until next time. Cardi and my tampies. Make my make my sappies. Hey, we take that laggy. Cause I guarantee my check got me so you can't find me. Oh, no one designed me. For that paper. Turn your ass to origami. Body shit, homie. All them with the mommy. And if I pull up and they want it, bitch, the crew behind me. Take my time releasing my shit. Cause it's about quality. Whenever CC with quality. Let's get it.